Retropod is sponsored by T. Rowe Price. Are you looking to learn a thing or two about getting your finances in order, saving, and investing? Check out The Confident Wallet, a personal finance podcast series by T. Rowe Price and the Washington Post Brand Studio. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. Fifty years ago, a few days before his team took the field as huge underdogs in the Super Bowl, New York Jets quarterback Joe Namath, known then and forever as Broadway Joe, arrived at a Miami hotel in a turquoise Cadillac. Namath, known to sometimes show up at games still drunk from the previous evening's activities, was there to accept an award. The quarterback sat on the dais next to his companion for the evening, Mr. Johnny Walker, wrote Mark Kriegel in his 2005 biography. When it was his turn to speak, Namath said, I'd like to personally thank all the single girls in New York for their contribution. This was pure Broadway Joe, tipsy, freewheeling, amorous. And so was the cockiness that emerged from his whiskey-soft lips later. The Jets will win Sunday, he said. I guarantee it. I think the Colts could win by a large score here today. So I'm going to say Baltimore Colts by, oh, like a score of 35 to 10. I pick New York to win 41-31. Namath's prediction wasn't just cocky. It was insane. (laughs) (laughs) You really think New York will score 41 points on the uh, Colts defense? (laughs) His opponent, the Baltimore Colts, were 17-point favorites. Namath's knees were beat up. The Colts had the second most potent offense in football and the best defense. Some were predicting a blowout. George, they said that it couldn't be done, but it has been here at the third Super Bowl. The Jets won 16-7. Though Namath was named most valuable player, his performance wasn't all that stellar. He didn't even throw a touchdown pass. But, Kriegel wrote, the moment itself took Namath's fame and pro football's popularity to a different planet. In fame's pecking order, Namath suddenly outranked Sinatra, the biographer wrote. Actually, at that moment, he outranked just about everybody who wasn't a Beatle. Attendance around the NFL soared. So did TV viewership, particularly with the launch of Monday Night Football the following season. The league made sure that Namath and the Jets played in that inaugural game. Joe to throw. He's going deep into the corner for Sauer. He's got it. Joe Namath to George Sauer for the touchdown. Everyone wanted a piece of Namath, especially reporters. Profiles of Namath were the 1970s equivalent of clickbait. Legendary columnist Jimmy Breslin wrote a famous story about Namath for New York Magazine titled Namath All Night Long. In it, he compared the quarterback hanging out at a bar to Babe Ruth hanging out at a bar. I saw Ruth once when he came off the golf course and walked into the bar at the old Bayside course in Queens, Breslin wrote. In one shot, he swallowed the mixing glass, ice chunks, and everything else. He slapped the mixing glass down and said, give me another one of these things, kid. The place went nuts. It is the same thing when you stand at the bar with Joe Namath. 
Life went on like this for a while. Not surprisingly, Nemeth endured his fair share of busted relationships, drunk driving charges, bad business deals, fading playing ability, and then, of course, fading fame. Drinking was the biggest problem. Nemeth was an alcoholic. He settled down in 1984, marrying Deborah Mays, a woman he met at a voice class. With her insistence, Nemeth was able to quit drinking a few years later. But after they divorced in 2000, Nemeth began heavily drinking again, leading to one of the ugliest and most embarrassing moments of his life. During a Jets game in 2003, Nemeth, wearing his old number and obviously heavily intoxicated, was interviewed on the sideline by ESPN reporter Susie Kolber. He answered one of her questions in a truly shocking way. What does it mean to you now when the team is struggling? I want to kiss you. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. Thanks, Joe. Namath apologized and entered rehab. Namath is 75 years old. It's easier for him to look back now on that improbable win and understand just how much it changed his life and sports forever. I think about it now, he recently told the New York Daily News, but at the time, I didn't understand what was taking place. That was beyond what I was thinking about. All I was thinking about was playing in the biggest game of our lives. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod. If you're looking for a smoking gun, I can absolutely guarantee you, you will not find it. In October 2001, a series of letters filled with a deadly powder called anthrax were dropped into the U.S. mail system. What started as an unprecedented case turned into an unsettling mystery. Who sent these deadly letters and why? From Campside Media and Sony Music Entertainment, I'm Josh Dean, and this is Cover Up Season 4, The Anthrax Threat, available now. 